Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so pumped that you're here. Last week, we talked about, we talked all about something that Meg has uh, near and dear to her heart, being a perfectionist, being a type A perfectionist. And so if you didn't listen to last week, go ahead and give it a listen. This week, we're going to be talking all about toxic beliefs. And there's a number of them that we've put here, but I think we could have gone on all day. I think a lot of us let these toxic beliefs and things in our mind that maybe we're aware of or maybe we're unaware of control the narrative of our life and kind of help tell our story, even though a lot of them are complete crap. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things as we were trying to come up with a list and me and Meg had, a, me, me and you had a long conversation about it and we've had many conversations about it, let's be honest, that it was hard to put them together. So I think we'll probably end up splitting this into two episodes because we have so many that I think are important that I think will really be poking people right in their heart today. Mm, I agree. Well, I don't know if you want to just roll right in, but I feel like one of the big ones is that it's too late for me. And I Mm. think that we all experience that in some way or some shape because age really can affect you. And we're not even that old. We're not even 40 yet, but there are so many times where I just feel like, did we miss the mark? I mean, and you, it doesn't even have to be on like a big goal or anything. It doesn't even have to be this light, like this, you know, starting a company or becoming a podcaster, like all these big, like, no, it can be anything. Like you can be like, why didn't I start my 401k earlier? It's too late for me. Like there are so many different ways and, and things that come up when I'm thinking about just being too late that it can start to trigger me to be like, well, I shouldn't just do it at all. Like I, I, it's too late. I, I missed them. I missed it. I missed that boat. There is no way I can come back from that. So here we go. Like I, that's my life. Yeah. And I think that touches on so many people. They're just, they're sitting there and they say, well, I should have done it. One of my least favorite sayings ever, because it's someone else speaking truth in your life. Like you're letting someone else speak into you when you say I should, and you're like, well, I should have done it sooner. And so therefore I can't do it. Or I, I think a lot of us live with the idea that that's it's something that we didn't do yet. So it's just, we don't have the time. Like it's, it's, it would have been better when we were younger or it would have been better in this time or this space. And if these things were there, but I didn't take the risk then, so I can't do it now. And it's just too late for me. And like you said, age can definitely play a factor because I promise you, there's a lot of listeners out there who wish they would have done things differently when they were younger. And there's also people who are saying, well, I got into this career, this job, this thing, and now I'm stuck and that's what I can do. And it's too late for me to do anything else. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge one when you're talking about career. I feel like they're, you know, like almost like you've put so much time, energy and effort into it that it doesn't even make sense to try something new, except if you're broken and miserable, mm-hmm. it definitely does. Yeah. And I think a lot of things have come up in my life that made me realize I was stuck in that cycle where I thought it was too late for me. I thought, well, this is what I have to do forever. And so this is what I'm going to do. 
And I challenge those now every chance I get. Like you said, I mean, like this podcast was one of the things. Like four years ago, we were just like, we just want to do it. And we did it. Our, one of our mottos in life is do it anyway. I literally have it tattooed on my arm, do it anyway. And it means like all the things that'll come up in your head for why you're not doing it. And a lot of these toxic beliefs we're going to talk about, you have to make the decision to push past them and just do it anyway, regardless of how it's going to turn out. So if you're sitting there thinking it's too late for you, it's not. If you needed to hear it from someone today, you will. Right now, from me, it is not too late for you. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what job you're in. It doesn't matter what your relationship status is. It doesn't matter what your economic status is right now. You are holding yourself back with that toxic belief that it's going to be too late for you. You are doing it to you. No one else is holding you in place. You're doing it. And again, I'm going to ruffle some feathers with that, but I lived that way for so long, y'all. And I realized at the end of it, it was me. Yeah, I was pointing the finger at other people, things, and situations for why it was happening. But ultimately, it came back to me. I think another one is just that vulnerability is a weakness. <laughs> and I, I honestly, okay, so as much as like it took me so long to get here, I now believe the complete opposite. I believe that vulnerability is like a superpower. Like I, I think that if you are able to be vulnerable, it's not a weakness at all. It's actually a huge strength and a huge benefit to your life because it will improve everything around you. Everything, your personal relationships, your, your interior, your, your internal relationship with yourself. I think if you are vulnerable, vulnerable, I can't even speak today. If you are vulnerable, you can have that honesty within yourself and with others that will just open you up for such a better life for such, for such more meaningful things in your life, meaningful relationships, meaningful experiences, that vulnerability has to be there. And if it's not, you're, you're missing out. You're mm-hmm. missing out. It's not a weakness to be vulnerable. It's actually showing your human side and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, and I think just, just for me, I mean, as a man, it's very difficult to say to be vulnerable mm-hmm. because to be honest, most other people, most other men are not vulnerable. Like they think it's a weakness. They're trying to puff their chest out, be brave, show that they can handle everything. And y'all, I lived that life for a long time and it left me broken, depressed, and anxious and in and, and the bottom of a well. Like I don't want to be living that way. I don't want to not be open and vulnerable. And me and you were just having a discussion recently. We were listening to another podcast and they were talking about emotions and they were talking about joy and they were talking about sadness and and. As I reflected on that, I thought, and I brought to you, like, why when you start to cry, (laughs) why do you, why are you like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm crying right now. You know, I apologize. And you try to stop yourself. Mm -hmm. Why? Why don't you let that emotion come out? Like you said, that's how you get real connection. That's how you get real intimacy. That's how you get real, true friendship. That's how you get real community in a tribe, by being vulnerable, by being open, by being real. And the problem is so many of us out there are not. Like we're just putting up mirrors and we're, it's false, false, like false positivity, false, this life's amazing, false, oh, look at my vacation over here. There's so many things that we just, we put up these walls and wear these masks for how we're supposed to be because we're so afraid 
to let people in. And I've heard a lot of people out there and I'll call them on it right now. Like the other, other people in the space, other people that have podcasts, other people that have platforms, they're like, well, it's, it's weak. It's weak to be vulnerable. Like, you know, if, Never you, let if you're see vulnerable, you. if you let them see your emotion, if you're vulnerable, they'll take advantage of it and they'll do this and they'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Y'all I get it. Some people will cool. So that's going to prevent you from ever having real connection ever in your life because one person, two people might've done that to you in the past. So then you're going to close yourself off forever. But my question to you would be, what are you holding yourself back from? If you're not open with anyone, if you're not real with anyone. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you right now that if you're not willing to be vulnerable with your partner, with your children, sometimes depending on the situation with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, there are times and spaces and places that, vulnerability is actually going to be a good thing. It's going to be a win for you because people need to be let in a little bit to trust you. And you need to let them in a little bit to, to reciprocate that. You need to have that go both ways. If you let somebody in, they'll probably let you in a little bit more. And then the trust can build on both sides. I think that's so important. And that's whether you're talking professionally or personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, just in, in our own life, like as you were talking about that, I think about when we went through our marital struggles, like I didn't tell anyone about it. Because I thought like I'm the man and I'm supposed to like have it figured out. And so I didn't tell anyone. And it I just it's not like it would have changed the situation, but it might have spoke some more truth and gave me some more feedback and not had me carry the load all by myself. I think that's the most important piece of this. You're carrying the load all by yourself if you're just pressing it down. Because what you press down will always eventually come to the surface. And so why not be open with it now? And get some support from people around you to help you through that. And it kind of leads mm -hmm. in right into our next toxic belief, which you should never be sad. You should always be happy. And I don't know about y'all, but I've dealt with this for a long time. I thought everything in life was supposed to be happy. I get life has challenges. I get life's hard. But I thought the ultimate goal always was to be happy. If I was just happy all the time. <laughs> but I hope you guys hear how unrealistic that is and why it is a toxic belief because if you sit there and believe that you're always supposed to be happy that everything is always supposed to be smooth that life is not supposed to be a challenge that there won't be things that bring you down a peg you're setting yourself up for failure mm -hmm. life cannot be happy all the time and if you think it's about to be you're going to be very depressed most of the time because you cannot live up to that standard like you cannot live up to that standard. There are going to be hard things. There are going to be things that make you sad and that's okay. You need to feel that sadness to enjoy when the joy comes, to enjoy that fresh start when it comes, to have, to see the beauty in those moments that will come after those storms. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the darkness of those valleys, like when you come out and you climb out of that valley into the sunlight, what a bigger experience that is than just trying to pretend and make yourself believe that you're happy. And I think so many of us, because we think we have to be happy all the time, we chase happiness. We chase happiness with a job. Well, this one's paying $2 more, so I'm going to go there. Or this isn't working. Or this relationship isn't working. We jump from jobs. We jump from relationships. We jump from things. We buy things. We try to do anything we can to make ourselves feel that high of being happy because we think we're supposed to be that way all the time. And I don't know if y'all have tried that. It doesn't work. Because eventually that high wears off 
and you're right back to where you were. And like you said, Meg, then you end up, you're sitting there and you're depressed and you're thinking something's wrong with you because you think everyone else around you is happy, which leads right back to our thing of being vulnerable. Like if people were more vulnerable and open, you would realize that everyone's not happy all the time. Right. It's natural and it's normal to be sad and you should experience those things pretty regularly. I mean, I, if I'm honest with myself and with you guys, I can say that there are sad things. Like even though I live a beautiful, blessed life, there are things that make me sad. And if I don't appreciate those, if I don't lean into those, if I don't express those, then what am I even doing? Then I can't even see when things do get better, when things are exciting and new and fresh and and beautiful and good. So I don't know. I'm just, for me, I think it's okay to be sad and it's okay to not be okay. Right. I mean, the fact is we have all emotions for a reason. You need to think about that. Why are we focusing in on happiness and thinking that should always be the case? Like we have an array of emotions for a reason. And like you were just saying, I, on any given day, I go through all of them. <laughs> so I don't know about y'all. If you're finding a way to be happy all the time, I'm, I'm not really sure how, but maybe you're just living with blinders on and you're forcing the situation and you're jumping from thing to thing to try to find it because you think that's what it's supposed to be. I don't think so. If that's the way you feel, we disagree. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there, you have to allow all emotions and to experience things and to experience the happiness Absolutely. or experience sadness. My apologies. The next one is that you think you don't deserve more. Ouch. That's a rough one. I think that when you believe that you don't deserve more, you are actually setting yourself up to never have more. I think that what you focus on expands. And I know that's like uh, personal growth 101, but it's true. It's so true. If you don't believe that you deserve more, then you will never have more. You're not going to strive for more. You're not going to naturally accidentally get to more, whatever more is for you more anything, more literally anything. You cannot get there if you don't believe deep down that you are worthy of it, that you deserve it, that it can happen for you. Yeah, I think a lot of times with this, you we feel bad, at least for me, I feel bad for wanting more. That's mm-hmm. why I keep myself in the place I am because I'm like, well, I'm already blessed. Mm-hmm. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Like I already have <laughs> all this stuff, you know, and, and I'm already making a decent living and I'm already have a great family and I already feel like our relationship's good and, 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 and. Is it even okay to want it? So is it okay to want more? Do I, cause I, I feel some level of guilt for even wanting to pursue more because I should just be happy with what I have. That's a great point. But you're allowed to be happy with what you have and still pursue more, still want more, still be worthy of more. Amen, brother. Because I'll be real. I mean, we, I I fight it all the time. Me and you came from a small town, uh, with not a lot of people. The opportunities were limited. And in a lot of ways, I challenge my inner voice. Even now those things come up Mm -hmm. and that's where I start to discount the goals that I want to pursue, the things that I want to do, what I want to, what I want out of my life. I start to laugh at it. I start to joke about it. I start to get uncomfortable with it because I'm like, that can't be because that's not what people do. Right. Well, why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? Just because a lot of people don't 
doesn't mean that you can't. You're allowed to appreciate what you have and still reach for more. And I have to remind myself of this every day. But I think it keeps a lot of us planted right where we are for all eternity. And living at the end of our lives with a lot of regret for what we didn't do. And it comes in a challenge of whether you whether you're in a situation like we were where it's like, well, I don't I already have a lot, so I shouldn't deserve more. And then it comes in the situation of like, I don't have anything and I'm not worthy of anything. That's why I don't have it. And that's the other toxic, scary place you could go. Y'all, you're worthy. You were born worthy. You continue to be worthy. But you have to love yourself and you have to see that for yourself. You have to spend some time in the mirror looking at yourself and give that to yourself. Not look for it from other people, things or jobs or whatever. You fill in the blank for what it is. We're trying to find it. You have to believe it for you in your own heart. Yeah. Another one is the belief that it has to be all or nothing. And I know that several weeks ago at this point, we touched on this in the episode where we were talking about taking baby steps and having a growth rate. But man, this one is just hard to do because for so many of us, we just believe like you have to be all in to, to do anything. And if you can't be all in, there's no point in starting. And I would argue that there absolutely is a point in starting because any momentum forward is one step closer to that goal, whatever that goal is. It does not have to be all or nothing. It can be at a time that may, that makes sense for you and at a rate that makes sense for you. And you can go as slow or as quick as you need to, depending on what's going on around you and in your life. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like we, I'm guilty of this all the time because I want to do it all. I want to do it all. I want to get to the mountaintop today. I want to force everything forward. And if I can't do that, then a lot of that is like, well, then I I can't pursue it right now. So it prevents me many times in my life. It's prevented me from doing it. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. I sat there for nine years doing nothing with my fitness at all. I said, I couldn't do it. I believed I had a knee surgery years ago. I believed I couldn't do it. I believed in my brain. It wasn't possible. I couldn't do it. It wasn't going to happen for me. And then I decided, well, what if it was, what if it was, and I took one step and then another, and I started running. I ran like, you know, out to the mailbox and was dying. Then I ran, you know, a little bit further and a little bit further, a little bit further. And eventually I ran a half marathon. The point is if I would have sat there believing that I couldn't do it at all, then I would have continued to sit there. And the longer I sat there, the longer that belief was instilled in me and anchoring me exactly where I was. And so sometimes you have to hit the bottom to know that there's other ways that you have that you can do it. And then sometimes you just have to get brave enough and have enough courage to say, today's the day, baby. I'm doing it. I'm getting there. I don't care. I'm going to pursue it. And however it turns out is how it turns out. But not sit there and think, well, I can't do all of it today because I don't have, for example, the time to do all of it right now. Like you said, baby steps. A step forward is still a step. Where are you going to go if you continue to stand right where you are? That's the only guarantee that you'll go nowhere. But if you take one step, then another, then another, you climb Everest one rock at a time, one reach at a time. It doesn't happen overnight, but you have to commit to continuing to push 
yourself forward. You just have to. There's no other way. This seems like a really good spot to break, and we will meet you guys back here next week on the podcast for the other half of this episode. We hope you guys have a great week. We hope we've given you guys some stuff to talk about and think about in your own lives. We love y'all. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.